Oh, one week. Seven days, yet it feels like one. Not because I'm having so much fun, but because I'm locked in the house. I have an S-curl. Jay and Lawyer here. It's the T. The tea music is super loud today. What is? It? I don't know what's going on there. Anyway, it all gets. That's fixed. on your end. It gets fixed in uh, post. But anyway, uh, like I said, this is episode two of season two of the tea. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by my uh, faithful tea crew. By the way, season one cast member Shannon is in the in the crowd cast today, watching. She's cleaning her house. She's cleaning while, her house. She's listening to this. Yeah. Which, by the way, she did when we were recording the show, too, which is sort of weird. Anyway, <laughs> that, that husky lesbian voice you heard is the mother of Mamma Jamas herself. Give it up for Lori Rodney. Hey, Alice. <laughs> Hi. I'm still wearing my bra. <laughs> Lori, how are you doing? Good. I'm holding up my boobs with my dainty hands. So oh, it's a don't struggle. start again with this dainty wrist bullshit. Oh, it's I'm I. You know what? I've translated this over to two different podcasts now about dainty hands, right. and it's it's going strong. I have dainty, I have small hands. Okay, and uh, from uh, what do you want to be from Jay? My house. Look from his house. It's Afterthought Media's newest uh, star, the one and only Jay Ellis. Hello, Jay Ellis. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. How about you? Uh, fine wow <laughs> mr energy today <laughs> you know it's really can we just get right into it this week was has been the one that's broke me a little bit oh really? during all the quarantine yeah and you know what actually did it and i everybody should know that i don't cry i'm not a crier i have very small tear ducts actually like it is very hard for me to cry yeah. watching snl all of them doing the the cold open or kind of seeing them all on snl i thought this is like a historical moment where we they changed media and like people are like you're seeing what people are doing just in the face of kind of the quarantine yeah. and it made me break down like wow this is this has changed everything for mm-hmm. forever. So let me get this straight, Jay, because I want to understand this. Yeah, you're telling me that you know <laughs> there are over like hundreds, I mean thousands dead, thousands, and these really yeah, sad hundreds, stories, hundreds, of, is it hundreds of thousands hundreds. dead? Yeah, I think it's over a hundred thousand globally. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, I watched a sad story about an old lady whose whose uh, stricken daughter uh, came right. to visit her in the nursing home, and she caught COVID nineteen, and now she's fighting for her life, and she was crying. And you're telling me the thing that pushed you over the edge was the cold open from SNL on Saturday. More specifically, Kate McKinnon doing Ruth Gaynor, Ruth, <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ruth Gator Bensburg. Yeah, Ruth Bb. Which is what Lori calls her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I call I, this one I call this one Ruth. I have a nipple in the middle because I have uh-huh. a third nipple. So I call the third nipple Gator. And then I call <laughs> this one Binsberg. And you know what she so. calls And you could you could put your shirt down now, Lori. We get the point. <laughs> yeah. And she calls her, her vagina lips Sotos Mayor and Menor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what they because when they queef, that's what they make. That's the sound they make <laughs> when I queef. 
So wait, so tell us more about how SNL made you sad. It was just seeing the form. I mean, it's just like a staple in, I feel like, American media. And it was just that moment of seeing that they're making content, but it's just going to be... It, it was like a historical change just to to see Tom Hanks doing his monologue. And I don't know, that for some reason, that was a thing where I, it like hit reality. Like, all right, we're not going to be able to... I don't think life is going to be the same for a very long time or we're not, I don't think we're going to go back to social norms of shaking hands or going into a store without the uncomfort of like looking around until we have a vaccine. It's just, it's a very, that's kind of what struck it for me was seeing the difference rather than hearing the news. Mm -hmm. I've been very fortunate of not having anybody close around me affected by COVID, which is a blessing, like, thank goodness. But I think it was just seeing that format change. It would like put it into reality for me, which it might be shallow. Now that you're saying it, that's true. I, I have heard stories, but it was the visual. Speaking of yesterday, Laurie called me, you know, yesterday's my day off. And, but she said she needs to do an emergency episode of that old chestnut, her one woman show, because um, she had pressing news. So I called her and I said, listen, uh, what is the big news? I thought something really big happened. Well, maybe something big happened. Lori, do you want, do you, I said, uh, she told me, and I said, save it for the show, save it for the tea, it's in 24 hours. Do you want to tell me and everybody else what you, what you were desperately trying to get on that old chestnut? I gotta be honest with you, I totally forgot. Uh, what was I trying to get on that old chestnut? Uh, you were really upset about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Oh, yes, okay. Oh, these two idiots. Are these, they're still making news right now? Oh, People Magazine is like just laser focused on them. Okay. They had a, there was a news article that they delivered food to the needy. I was like, oh, my God, who gives a shit? I honestly, okay, first off, can I just say that the whole status system is just dumb. It's dumb, and it needs to go away. Like, I don't understand why the, why everybody gave a shit, why the queen made a speech. Oh, an old lady who gets money from the government made a speech. Great. Awesome. Like, it just, to me, it's, I, she doesn't, there's no reason why anybody should give a shit what she does or says. And there's no reason why anybody should give a shit what her kids do or say. And everybody's falling over themselves trying, you know, now William's apparently in Los Angeles. And he's having trouble making no, it. Harry, you know, Harry. Harry's in Los Angeles. And he's having trouble adjusting. It's like, who gives a shit? People mm. are dying. Yeah. I don't, honestly, I could care less about them. If they, if they got, uh, if they got coronavirus, I would be like, good. <laughs> They're such annoying fucking people. Meghan Markle. Okay, I get that Meghan Markle had to deal with a lot of racism. I get that. I get wanting to move. But she knew that she was moving into a a royal family, right? She knew that there was like a crazy amount of publicity. She shouldn't, she can't be that dumb. And then she she goes, okay, well, now I want to leave. Fine, leave. But then stop fucking complaining about what the situation is. They're like people, we have people right now who are dirt poor dealing with illness, who complain less than this royal family. So I have thoughts on this. And Jade, I don't know if you have thoughts on this. But before I say anything, I want you to know this Laurie Rockingham, she already went, she took to social media to complain about this on her Instagram stories. This is what I love, Jay. I want you to hear me out. This Laurie, you go to her Instagram story, picture of the People Magazine article, and on it she writes, who the fuck cares? I, I wrote that several i've been copying yeah, yeah. i've been taking screenshots of the because mm-hmm. now the big thing is that this other girl who nobody gives a shit of, shouldn't give a shit about yeah. had to oh, cancel her wedding because of the coronavirus oh i'm so sorry a whole family died 
Okay. Like, have some perspective. Anyway, so Jay, so she, the first thing you see is this this uh, People magazine shot. It's, it's who the fuck cares to Harry and Meghan, right? No, who you can make an argument for and against, right? We'll get to that in a bit. Immediately after that, like, you know, Lori's making a point, you know, like, who the fuck cares? People are dying. There are like 36 stories of Lori laying in bed, gravity taking, doing its work on her, hitting repeat on the uh, never have I ever button on Instagram filters. And yeah, the it, filter. It, it rolls through. And she's like, who the fuck cares? Bring! Never have I ever swallowed a buffalo. Well, there was that one time. Next story. Bring! Never have I ever rolled dice with uh, uh, Nelson Mandela. No. Bring! And if you're like... Do one more. <laughs> Bring! Never have I ever drank beer upside down through a straw. And I'm like... Do one more. Bring! Never have I ever walked through a mall uh, with uh, Israeli Prime Minister, who's now dead, Yitzhak Rabin. So, anyway. Oh, um, I did that. I did that one. You that was the only one. one I did. That's how why he died, actually. And that's what killed him. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, Lori's so concerned that no one, that they're wasting valuable media, and then she does 20 minutes of never have I ever filters on Instagram. No, but that's my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like what I'm saying is it would be different if they took my Instagram and made it a, a headline in People magazine. But you make a good if they point. were like, Lori does never have I ever. People yeah. would be like, Who the gives who gives yeah. a shit about this random yeah. woman from Anaheim? Yeah. Which is good, which is viable. I yeah. would agree with them. Yeah, but hold on for a second. You're making the choice to put this content up. Harry and Megan just went in and, and they just delivered food. Why is, why is it their fault that the, the People magazine's reporting on them you working for Project Angel Food, an organization, by the way, founded by Jay Ellis, Marianne Williamson. You're right. Because they have... Girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. He was so on. Yeah. <laughs> Do I because... have that still? I got rid of it. Because they have... They have... They, they have publicists. They have people. You know... The, I mean, is anybody else shocked that Meghan Markle is coming back to Los Angeles? She's obviously trying to be an actress. She was a B-level actress on a B on a C-level TV show. She married a guy, and then now she wants to. She's hoping to parlay this this dude's royal status into getting a TV slot or to getting into in back into Hollywood. I mean, every nobody's shocked by that. No, but hold on for so a second. So she wants the she wants the attention. Why she wants? Prince, they want the attention. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are the most. One of the most famous people in the world. Why would they're, they're not uh, Morgan Fairchild having them show, follow her to the Ivy on a Thursday, right? It, it, it's like they don't need to have a publicist to call the paparazzi. The paparazzi just follows them. It sounds like Joe's mad that in your Instagram story you didn't follow up with your journalism. Like you just like I didn't say. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, People Magazine is gone off the rails. It's like it's like literally like royal family, and then. Like, you know, 12 people found dead in a nursing home. You know, I mean, it's like, okay, you got to have some buffer stories. My knowledge of like the whole royal family is like super limited, but I know that they're getting an exceeding amount. What's so funny, Joe? Meanwhile, you have like a picture of Queen Elizabeth in the background and you have the the family tree. tree, Like Lori goes, Lori says, uh, you know, somebody canceled the wedding. Pippa Middleton, Pippa Middleton canceled her wedding. And you're like, whoa, okay. If you yeah. see, I have Pippa Middleton in her fascinator. I'm here. not one of those people who like loves to hate. I just don't look. Wait, I, Lori, I went wait, a little Jay far was, with wait, the hold whole. Hold on, hold on. Jay was talking, Lori. 
You, you, <laughs> no, you, you were talking. You, you interrupted fili- him. You fili- I'm piggybacking you on your interruption. You filibustered already for five. Let the, let the man talk. Go ahead, Jay. I'm sorry. You she's interrupted him. I'm sorry she's rude. I don't remember what I was saying. No, just kidding. Um, I All I know is that she, Meghan Markle specifically, is getting a lot of media attention because she is from, like, it's her past that kind of followed her into it. So I do think that they're getting a lot more coverage just for the sheer fact of who she is and her family is apparently garbage like trying to sell stories yeah about her, her. Is like yeah her dad asshole. is involved in a lot of it and her sister so i don't know how much they specifically are bringing it on themselves but i agree i'm not i i don't follow that news i, I don't really look for it so i bet if it's on the cover of people are you reading people a lot is that why you're you wanted yeah, like, no, 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 wait, wait. you know what jay you bring up a good point laurie <laughs> If you're so concerned about what's going on in the world, why are you on this? I don't think I've looked at People Magazine since I was 11 years old and trying to find pictures. I will be of, honest. Uh, People the Magazine boys from has some Valerie good... family. You know, go ahead. What were you? People saying? Magazine has some good crime reports. That's what I'm saying. I go on People Magazine to look up. Like they have some like side articles, and plus, like you know, I will say I am. I am a little bit of a stargazer, and then I do go on there to check on certain things. But that's the thing is like. These people aren't celebrities. We could get into a whole well, other wait, 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 that... wait. Whether they should be celebrities or not is it, up for discussion. But I don't think you can deny that they're celebrities. Wait a second. Humble Pie just something. She said something. You, she, she, asked, she has a Let me ask you this. So Humble Pie has no, a question. No, 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 no. She well, said they were the... Now. One of the best and worst LaCroix flavors. Just do this and get off the Oh, screen. I have... Humble, can you send me that article? I don't think I read that. She said there was a woman who killed her kids and had sex with her dog. Oh, uh, Lori's ready. I don't think. Lori. I don't think I've read. Lori, article. I want to read it. Lori, you just said murdered, sex, dog, all this. Had sex with the dog. You, humble. You just spoke uh, uh, Lori's language right now. Um, and nothing uh, at the bit. She. Oh, uh, let me tell you what. Lori, this Lori, she's so excited right now. Uh, Lori, what's that oh noise? Oh my god! <laughs> my Lori? basement's flooded. L- Lori, are, hello, 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 hello. <laughs> Lori, that's the woman who was trapped in there earlier. <laughs> Lori, you're that turned on by the. I just I want that article to be sent to me. Sorry, what was the question? What's the question? The only difference is that the the dripping sound would have a little bit of fizz because she drinks so much Lacroix. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the question was, what are the best and worst Lacroix flavors? Oh, okay, okay. So I will say that I've only had a certain number of Lacroix f- flavors. I haven't had all of them. So for right now, for me personally, the worst one I've had is. Uh, it's it was a I think it was strawberry or a be- it was a berry one. Mm-hmm. That one I didn't like, but that one's because it was too sweet. I like I like with a hint of flavor. Yeah. So my favorite right now is the pamplemousse. The it's the grapefruit one. That's my favorite. That's my favorite um, because I don't drink caffeine anymore, and this one is Obviously. bitter enough to kind of like give me a shock. It's sort mm-hmm. of like it, get, it wakes me up, and I like it. My second favorite is the one I just finished, lemon. Uh, mm-hmm. I tie between lemon and lime. I like lime mm-hmm. as well. And then um, because I'm super white and boring, my third favorite is just plain <laughs> sparkling water, just plain LaCroix. Uh, Can I up your game and try a key lime instead of the lime? It's a little better. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. I'll yeah, try Jay, key lime. Jay's thing to have some, thought, some thoughts on this. Jay, what are, what are your favorite and least favorite LaCroix flavors? 
Well, to shade Lorian as a professional broadcaster, I wouldn't drink a fizzy water before going on air because I know that it makes you gassy and burp. Uh, Lori sees that as a plus. So <laughs> I mean, that just I adds mean, to the comedy. You just yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, Lori, half of my comedy is just my gas. That's it. That's all it is. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Lori, uh, go, go ahead, Jay. What were you saying? You got to get into the tall cans. The um, there's a like a pepino. It's cucumber boysenberry, I think, is a really good one. And then there's a watermelon lime that's really tasty. Key lime is good, and coconut. I don't know if you like coconut, but their coconut is a pretty fun fizzy one. Mm-hmm. I don't like coconut. Oh, okay. Then skip that one. But anyway, it's a uh, it's a world that I didn't know until I started living on the west side of L.A. Apparently, it's I, I feel like to make it in L.A., you have to like LaCroix and be a bad you can't park well in a parking structure. I used to uh, my aunt, my mom used to have this German woman babysit us and she was really mean. And her big things was she used to oh, force us to eat coconut and um, uh, cut up hot dogs with ketchup. What? So I don't like ketchup on my hot dogs and I don't like coconut because she used to like literally force us to eat them. So that'll do yeah. it. Hmm. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, Lori, we just, lo- I lost Lori. Sometimes people didn't lose. Did you, do you still see Lori, Jay? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. Then it's just me. Okay. Uh, all right. So Lori, you said you had a few things to talk about. So we've talked, we've covered the Harry and Megan stuff. We've covered, uh, your love of, or lack thereof of LaCroix. By the way, you can all, if you're watch if you're on the crowdcast, you can also pose a question. If you look in the bottom of the screen, there's an ask a question uh, uh, thing. And if you don't want to ask a question, you can upvote questions that you like, and I'll, I'll, I'll enter in the most popular order. Okay, anyway, uh, Lori, you want to – wait, before we do that, Jay, did you have a topic? Because Lori will take over the whole show. The only thing I saw that was kind of interesting is that – did you see that F- – did you, did you see the FDA is changing regulations for allowing um, gay – blood donations oh, i saw that uh, yeah i was upset about that tell me about this that, uh, that is really the extent that i, I there's an npr oh, okay. thing that i haven't read so that's oh. i just saw literally the headline but i thought maybe you guys had heard anything about it yeah the, it's i don't think it's for um like full blood i think it's for platelets or something because yeah they had a restriction before yeah gays and love really because they're in plates. such need mm-hmm um they they're allowing just just for just but they're but what's weird is that they're saying like this is just for a certain amount of time they're, they're so they're still planning on going back to having it be a restriction what's funny though is um but i wonder if that excuse the term here i wonder if that's their their way of uh using a backdoor policy to gaze in so that the religious right doesn't get like they don't notice they don't get too upset and then it's just that way ever it is weird it, it's never the the gays not donating blood thing has always been super odd because they they run tests on all the blood anyway. They don't mm-hmm. just take someone's blood and yeah. go, well, here you go. I mean, they run all the tests anyway, so there's no reason why a gay man's blood should be uh, any different. Uh, but, Jay, I'm glad you brought a story you didn't read to the show. Well, yeah. I guess I'm I'm reading an article right now, and I guess they're saying that a lot of, a lot of uh, donation places are still refusing to allow gay men to give blood. So, so that's fun. Yeah. And I did scan the pictures, Joe, just to be fair. Okay, I, I looked at the pictures. That's yeah. Good. By the way, can lesbians give blood or just gay men can't give blood? It said LGBT community, so I think it's in, it's all inclusive to hate. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's uh I remember one time um 
this guy that he he's he's a, a religious he's like a family friend he's very religious and his two reasons for um what well his main reason for not liking tattoos is that he said it was a selfish thing to do because when you have tattoos you can't give blood because I guess they they he was saying that they can't like pierce the skin because the ink will get in the skin and I was like I don't think that's true I think that's um, for a year it will affect your because I have tattoos and it was for I think a year yeah mm-hmm. and uh, and so he said that it's just a when he goes when I see people who have tattoos I just think that they're being selfish who because they this? don't want to give blood who said this and. Uh, this this like family friend, oh. and I was just like, because I had an ankle tattoo, and I was like, okay, buddy, like, <laughs> you know, those people who just like make it so personal, and you're yeah. just like, all right, you yeah. got, you got, obviously got some shit going to work out. So. There's some information in the chat room. Some people are saying that lesbians can give blood. However, humble pie is saying if you're a woman who has sex with a bi man, you have to wait a year. So, okay. Here's hoping Meghan Markle can't give blood for a year. So, uh, don't you, do you think Prince Harry's hot, Jay? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think he's hot either. I used to think William was, and like, kind of in the back in the day, he was really good looking. Yeah, and then it like then the weird British genes took over, and it went like Bleh. I don't know, super. Yeah, weird. but Harry's not not really. I don't I don't know what the attraction is for a lot of people. Yeah, I don't money. Yeah. All right, Laurie, go ahead. What's your next? You said you had a ton of topics to talk about. So, uh, as you guys know, I watch a show called Ink Master, which Mm -hmm. is a tattoo-based reality competition show. Um, Usually what they do is they get, they do the live, it's sort of like a RuPaul's Drag Race where they'll get, they'll do a pre-taped version up to, they get to the final three or four. Then they'll do a live finale where they have, um, the final three or four present these uh, really big tattoo pieces. And then they will, they also have like a a bunch of other side things where they have people doing live tattoos and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. So the, the tattoo, uh, the show was going on and there was already a hiccup in the plans because one of the judges, I think I, I mentioned this before. One of the judges was, uh, had resigned, but he was still on the show uh, for the pre-tape, but he had resigned to do the live show and then any continuing shows because he it had been like called he had been called out for doing blackface for Halloween like multiple times, and he was also on tape calling a woman who claimed that a mentor of this guy's had raped her, calling her he had was on tape calling her a lying whore. Mm-hmm. So due to all that, he he uh, um, he was. Signed. He stepped down from the show. So there was already so- some kind of issue as to like, did somebody say something? No, I oh. heard something too, but I don't know what it was. There was already some kind of issue as to what's going to happen with the live show. And now because of the coronavirus, they're canceling the live show, but they're, they're not awarding a winner. That's okay. the thing that I'm frustrated. They give these tattoo artists, there's three people. They give these tattoo artists an assignment that they have to do by the finale, right? Mm-hmm. They've already finished their, uh, the, their assignment. So why don't they just do a virtual competition and pick a winner? That's what I don't understand. Instead, what they did is the last episode was yesterday. They said that because they couldn't, um, they couldn't do the live show, they didn't pick a winner. And so they just gave each, all three of them a cash prize and that's it. So they're never going to pick a winner for season 13. And that's bullshit. Yeah. Can I interject for a second? 
Yes. Jay, can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. What was Lori's first topic of this show? Uh, Harry and Megan, right? And what, what, what was her? What was she upset about specifically? Why do people care? <laughs> yeah, people are dying. Families are dying. Why do people care? Look at what this Laurie is so angry about. <laughs> yeah, but what? How would you feel if on Drag Race they didn't pick a winner? I wouldn't give two shits. They, this year ago on this All Stars, they copped out and they picked two winners in one of the worst edited things I've ever seen in my entire life. Right, Jay? Yeah. You know what I did? I did my show and I never thought about it ever again. The only the first time oh, I thought about it was please. right now. I, I call bullshit. I call bullshit on that. No, I have not thought. I literally just thought about it right now because I was like, Lori, Lori, did they give them the equal, like the prize money across all three or did they divvy that up? They didn't say, they didn't say, they just said that they gave each of them a cash prize. So, Hmm. but that's what I'm saying is like, there should be a live, there should be a virtual show. And then they just pick, cause all you have to do is show, show the artwork. That's all you have to do. It's well, not like know. they have to do anything extra. Well, you know, if they showed up on uh, Zoom, this Jay Ellis would be weeping. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if they did the show via Zoom. I can't take it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's visually seeing it is really the difference. Yeah, so I it, need to see it, that. If he saw the Ink Master finale live, this... it would really bring home the, the tragedy of this quarantine. <laughs> Jay with his yeah. quarantines. Yeah, I'm just saying that yes. that you guys need to prepare yourselves that they probably won't pick a winner for Drag Race because if this is the way that it's going with Ink Master, I mean, I don't know. I think. Oh, first off, I think they just are lazy. Ink Master's just lazy, and they're just like ah, whatever. Here's famously, but, Drag Race takes takes pages from Ink Master's. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. We all know that RuPaul's looking like they oh. follow. They follow. And, I, I mean, RuPaul as, has, as goes Ink has Master, pretty so much goes all of television. Ink Master every yeah. episode. Yeah. So, Ink Masters runs so that Rufy. Yeah, well, what's funny is. is that that the ju- the three male judges on the show are dressing more and more like drag queens every episode. <laughs> the one one judge, Dave Navarro, is wearing like forty different capes every episode. Oh, I used to see him almost daily when I first moved to LA. Oh, Dave isn't Navarro. he like a pocket person? He's tiny, and I, I saw, saw him walking with down Electra the street too. Really? When he was he was married to Carmen Electra at the time. And all you see are boobs coming at you and like a waist for her. And he's tiny and he had really long hair. And I, I mean, they're just so noticeable. That's what, that's what so people I, say when they see me and Lori coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tits and ass. Jay, do you ever, did, Jay, did Joe ever tell you this story one time? I don't know why he would, but one time we were walking, I forgot where we were walking. And I mean, it wasn't a short walk cause we're fat, so we don't walk far. But uh, but we were walking somewhere, and he goes, "Oh, I gotta go into this this uh, liquor store. I gotta buy some condoms." So we go into uh, this Joe liquor said store. That? Yeah. That's so we go one. we go into no wait never mind. I'm sorry, that was wrong. He said, "I gotta go into." We this all liquor know store. I go bareback. <laughs> <laughs> no bareback. No, no. <laughs> he said, "I gotta go into this liquor store." He had to buy. I think he had to buy something to drink or something. But okay. he bought condoms. That's right. So he bought condoms, and I thought, oh, that's just what you wanted to do the whole time. That's what I thought. Uh-huh. So we get up to the counter, and we're, I bought, like, a pack of gum or something. And, and he's like, well, just I'll pay for everything. And so I throw it on the thing, and I go, and I clean out half the shelves, and I put it on the, I put it on the counter because I'm like, well, Joe's paying for it. 
No, so he, so the guy sees, as soon as the guy picks up the condoms and scans it, Jess goes, yeah, this is, me and this girl are going to do a lot of fucking tonight. <laughs> Does that sound familiar? I, I think, I, this sounds vaguely familiar. I think what, I think I was hooking up with Swartz at the time. Is that when it was, Lori? Yeah. 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 We were like somewhere in Hollywood. Did I ever, t- and then this is my other favorite Joe story. We were I walking down story. Hollywood. We were walking, <laughs> we're walking Santa down Santa Monica Boulevard. Oh, Okay. Well, I'm gonna feel Jay. We're, we're walking from um, uh, oh, what the fucking name is that place? The 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 trop, not tropical, like the beach one. What's that one called again? I forget. A bar? Yeah, it's a bar. I forget what it's called on Santa Monica. Um. Oh, was it Beach Nation? No, no, like- no, 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 no. What's it called? I don't remember. I was walking from there. We were walking to like Mickey's or the Abbey or something, right? Yeah, it was yeah. some some yeah. place. Okay, go ahead. So, so Joe's trunks. like buzzed. We He's, were at trunks. Oh, trunks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Beach. I don't he know took me to. He took me to one bar. I remember going into one bar, and I, there was like gay porn on the TV, and I was like, "Mother love, oh, probably." Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "Oh, is this like a normal thing?" And he's like, "He was like, oh yeah, this is this isn't regular porn. This is softcore porn." And I was like, "Oh, there's a difference." Like, oh, I guess there is. I, I did not know that. Yeah. So that's how naive it was. Anyway, so we were walking down the street, and Joe's I, like, "Wait, hold on, I'm very drunk." Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. He's he's like, he's like loud. He's kind of like walking around and stuff. So we're we're walking down the. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, I thought he was just like buzzed, but yeah. you know how Joe is, is like he gets like kind of like amped up and he's vo- boisterous and stuff. Never, so, yeah. yeah. So we're walking down the street and there is a, a testing uh, van or whatever it's called out on the street outside of this uh, one location, and there are some men, you know, kind of standing around this testing site, and it's for you know AIDS HIV. And there are men standing around this testing. SAT test. They were giving yeah, it was an SAT. It was a quick AC, SAT <laughs> yeah. test. SAT, ACT. Yeah. Um, so, and then there was one next to it that was the C-set. So, uh, <laughs> so Lori goes, so hold in. on, I got yeah. yeah. Yeah, hold on, I got to go past my math. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we're walking down, and all of a sudden, <laughs> out of nowhere, Joe just starts pointing at people and going, positive, negative, negative, positive. <laughs> To the guys that are waiting around That's the so mean. And everybody's turning and going like, what? And this one guy was like, what did he say? And I was like, ha, 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 ha. He's, he's joking. Yes. Let me, let, me, was, let me tell you a story. You, okay. Let me tell you a story. So a few months ago, and Lori's not drunk. Uh, actually, we, were, we had just seen Shannon. And we were leaving oh, Shannon's husband's God. office. And Lori bought a soda at uh, Pinche's Tacos. And we're walking to my car. And Lori's like... I had like a really bad headache. Yeah, she's like... And we we get to my car, right? Mm -hmm. And she's like... And just throws the... And I'm like... (laughs) And this guy that looked like Moby is... He looked like if Moby got like hit with a baseball bat 40 times that's what he, he goes, looked like he goes he went like wow or something and then when he said laura he went like what did he say wow wow it was like, so really brazen annoying. jay i mean it was really like she just literally just like threw it and i was i was literally Where like gag put it my my 
I, I said, put it in my car. And my mouth was on the floor. Like, like yeah, you were floor. in the you were in the midst of a litter bug. Yeah, and first and, off, my head was killing me. Okay, secondly, we'll, we'll I was getting like super nauseous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that in a second. I know about this. She she goes off on this Moby like nobody's business. She's well, like, fuck him. well, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, go fuck you. Yeah, you know what? Go fuck yourself. And I've seen this before. We were at Knott's Berry Farm, and somebody took mm-hmm. up two parking spots. This Lori lost her goddamn mind. No, 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 I no. Didn't, they, okay, they were holding. They I didn't were holding lose my a parking mind. spot. They were holding a parking spot. This. Oh well. Here's the thing. Yeah. I went a little far with that one because <laughs> just a little. Yeah. Because here, here's the issue. Okay, it was a, it was one woman, and when I, when I saw the woman, she, she was a white woman. Okay, mm-hmm. so I was like, this woman was holding a parking space, and there was another woman talking to her, and this Asian woman was yelling at her mm-hmm. in the from a car, saying like, you can't hold parking spaces. So I had an impulse to walk up and just hold the parking space and say, oh, I'm holding it for my friend, and not, not let them go. But the car, the car that she was holding it for, it got in there too quickly. So I start yelling at the woman. I start saying, hey, you, you should go fuck yourself. You're what's wrong with America. Well, as soon as I say you're what's wrong with America. You, you and the royals. Yeah. Yeah. This is so, so concerned. And as soon as I say you're what's wrong with America, then all of a sudden like a Benetton ad gets out of the car. Like a Persian family with like one woman has like a, a like a shawl on her head or um, – God, I can't remember what the word is, but she has like a whole thing on her head. And then the father has like a, a like some kind of out, like a regular like outfit. And it's like, so they're obviously not from here. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my God, they're going to think I'm racist. <laughs> like, I'm Meanwhile, so that they're, they're what's wrong with America. This, uh, this Lori's making Native Americans cry in Hollywood, live, like a brazenly trashing the place. But let me tell you this, we get in the car and it's just quiet. And I, and I go, Lori, I'm just real, sh- still, I'm still shocked that you did that. And she goes, you know what? I think my blood sugar's low. Can we get a Pollo Loco? And we had to stop. Well, and- <laughs> can yes. I tell you? Just a just a quick one for the for the racist story. So yeah. I'm I'm still thinking about it, right? Because I'm like, oh god, I hope they didn't think I was racist. Because I didn't mean like your your nationality. I meant you as a person because you saved the parking spot. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I hope they don't think I'm racist. So we're sitting there, and like an hour has passed by. We walked around. We're sitting down. You know, we're just sitting there. And I turn to Joe and I go, Do you think though that that family thought I was racist? And Joe goes, Oh. <laughs> I can't believe you're still thinking about it, but yeah, probably. Like literally, that's all he said. And I was they like, probably still talk about it at dinners. Yeah. I was like, great, awesome. They're like uh, uh, Paul Bundy's sister. All of a sudden, is insulting us at the <laughs> Knott's Berry Farm. Uh, <laughs> Paula Bundy, you like a real. Tr- <laughs> you, you you should always have like a little like granola bar or something, Lori. It sounds like, <laughs> like so just okay. Nearby. So so just to catch up, so I. I'm nauseous. I have a headache. I'm like, maybe, maybe I need to eat food. Maybe that's my problem. Yeah. So we're, we're, cl- I know where we are. So I know that there's an El Pollo Loco kind of around. So I asked Joe if we can go to El Pollo Loco and he, he's, yes, he's very nice. And we go to El Pollo Loco. <laughs> I'm afraid of what would happen if he said no. Yeah. <laughs> then Laura starts throwing shoulder. the trash out the window. After she's yeah. done with the taco, she just toss, <laughs> chucks the, the paper out the yeah. window. Yeah. So we go to El Pollo Loco, and we I get a, a like a bowl and I eat it, and I'm I'm okay for like five minutes. Oh, I forgot and then about this. Oh my god! I start I to feel it. like 
we were so in, nauseous. We were in horrible I start to traffic. Feel, yeah, I forgot about this part of the story. I start to feel, and we get on the freeway, and I start to feel so so like I'm like I'm like I'm going to throw up any second. So I asked Joe to pull over, and I literally just upchuck the entire what I just ate. I just upchuck everything, oh. and and I and I get in the car, and Joe's just like, "You okay?" And I was like, "Yeah," and he. Just like okay, and then he just we just drive home, and I was just like the whole time I'm just like I know Joe is just like how how soon can I get this on the air? How yeah. soon can I talk about? And this? then at some point, about forty five minutes later, it's just silence. We're playing podcast or something like that. My own podcast. I'm listening to my own voice. And Lori uh, <laughs> says to me, "You know what? I think I figured it out. I think I left a tampon in my twat for too long, and I have toxic shock syndrome." And I was just like, just when I thought this day could not get uh, oh. any grosser or worse, <laughs> and I just heard this. Well, I was trying to think of what could be the issue, and I was like, maybe that's it. Maybe, because, like, when you, so, I don't want to get too, I'm going to get in the weeds with yeah, this, don't, guys. Yeah, don't, don't just, reveal too much, Laurie. I'm just going to let you know you're going to be grossed out. Okay. But basically what tampons do is they absorb moisture. So when you, when you uh, put one up your vagina hole. <laughs> it the absorbs yeah. it absorbs moisture now the reason why there's there's uh levels of of uh there's like you know light regular super super plus is to based off the con- the your flow of your period so if it's a heavy flow you need a heavier one because it'll absorb more moisture but if you don't have a heavy one and you super up there it'll absorb the moisture from your body which causes you to dehydrate Oh. rapidly and it gives you like all of these so i've had that happen to me a couple of times where i have you know i'm not put the right one in or i've you know i've left one in and and also if you leave a tampon in too long that can happen where it just stops absorbing moisture from your body so i've gotten dehydrated i've gotten like nauseous i've started to get headaches you know i think so I was like i wonder what now. that is <laughs> So that's why I was trying to think. Yeah. I have no idea. To be honest yeah. with you, it could be a variety of different yeah. things. Yeah. But I have, I have no idea. But I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that that's my best bet. Because mm-hmm. oh, so that, so then that's the second thing that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because then I asked Joe to pull over so I can go to the bathroom. So oh, I go to the right. bathroom, and then, and then I take it out. <laughs> I'm never driving I, with more. <laughs> I know. And you know what's really funny. Is the funniest part is that this was the day that Joe was supposed to buy me the Apple Watch. The whole reason we were driving together was because at the end of it, he was going. We were going to go to the Apple Store and buy the Apple Watch, and I was so, I was so, um, like I just felt so wrung out. I just felt so tired and exhausted. You, you did. Man, you're I was like, on. I know. <laughs> then I was just like, I can't do this it. Is, now this is a serious question. Can you put like? a tampon in coconut water first and then put it in. So that way you're hydrating as your good question, Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your body does absorb it. I mean, when, there have been women who like soak their tampons in vodka and then they, put it, they stick them in there, but so your body does absorb it, but it doesn't absorb it the way that you normally would absorb, you know, so it go, it, 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 it absorbs it in a completely different way. So, and it wouldn't necessarily like, help in the long term it might help mm. in the actually i mean it probably wouldn't even help in the short term because you've already kind of made it wet so it's 
when a when a when a tampon gets wet, it like expands. So right. mm-hmm. it uh-huh. w- it probably wouldn't work yeah. too well for yeah. the purpose that it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So so that was the science corner with Lori. Jay, do you? Uh, we have some questions here, so let's ask some of these questions. Uh, Bree wants to know, uh, Jay, would you consider doing more episodes of Outcast? Now, before you think about that, Jay, uh, Outcast is a series that Jay did for Afterthought Media, where he interviewed. Uh, afterthought media personalities about their coming out process and what that was like. Would you ever consider doing more, Jay, is what Bree wants to know. Uh, hey, Bree. Thanks for listening to them. Um, I I had such a fun time doing them, but I think I went through everybody who was on Afterthought. So I don't think I have anybody else in the uh, Afterthought family to talk to. But I had fun doing it. Yeah. That's a, that's a no, Bree. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Because everyone should know, I also told Jay, like, well, I could interview you. And he was like, no. And I go, you could do other people, you know, part twos. And he's like, no. So I was like, all right. Well, because, I, I mean, Lori, if we talked again, I don't know. I feel like it. then you're, I don't know. It's hard to. Yeah. It's hard to come up with it still feeling like genuine questions yeah. if it's a part two. Look, it's your thing. Uh, I would say, yeah. I would say if you were to do a part two. You would have to change the the outcome of the que- not the outcome of the question, but you'd have to change the the question. So it wouldn't necessarily be about like how you when you knew you were gay and all that stuff. It would be like something about like oh your relationships or you know being gay and you know uh, being at work or you know something like that. Yeah. So yeah. it have to be a different part of the gay experience, sort of mm-hmm. thing. And I, I usually thought that like the, the whole coming out process is usually like the, some of the more boring parts of a person's, I guess, queer experience. But I thought that it would be kind of a good introduction to kind of like, because everybody who's on this network has podcasted or like kind of knows the, the realm. So it kind of, I feel like they chose to come on to like doing queer content specifically. Like Mike was, you or Joe, Mike, Adam and Taylor were all a part of Pride 48, which was notoriously a uh, gay network, right? Well, it's still around, but yes. Yeah. And so, I don't know, I feel like that's kind of like where my interest was, where you're making content for people who don't always get content. Yeah. Yeah, Pride 48, RIP. Um, <laughs> you'll, you'll I actually it. have a, a good question for you guys. I wasn't going to bring this up, but I, you just reminded me of something. I was having a, not an argument, but like so my girlfriend and I were saying, like, there have been several episodes of crime shows where men who are on the down low, who are, like, married with kids who have sex with men because they don't want to, like, admit that they're gay. And this is, like, now. This is, like, shows that are coming out now. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. The, they've done, like, you know, where they, like, are one guy, like, killed his his uh, the boyfriend that he had because he was yeah. afraid that he was going to come out to his family and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's not about that part. But for me personally, I feel like in this day and age, I don't feel like you have, you have, you really have any sympathy if you're on the down low still. I feel like you're, you're lying. Like I could see like in the fifties, if that was a case, cause you had to, cause it was like, it what being gay wasn't what it is now. And I feel like being gay is becoming more and more mainstream. It's becoming more and more acceptable. So if you're still getting married and having kids with a woman and you know, you're gay. Like, I think that that's wrong. And my girlfriend was like, well, you know, there's just like, there's still different, 
you know, religion's still pretty heavy. And if you grew up in a religious household and I'm like, yeah, but you know, I think people inherently know what's right and what's wrong. So Jay, you're, know. you're the president of gay people. Do you want to chime in on this? <laughs> no, Billy Eichner is the president of gay people. You're the vice president. <laughs> yeah. I'm VP and secretary. Um, it's kind of a hard topic to talk on, but I think that you, you're both right with what you're saying. I think in stars, I kind of agree more with her perspective where I think that there's other factors that go into it. Like maybe people shouldn't purposefully enter in, like they shouldn't maybe make themselves asexual in the eyes of their family. If they know that they're queer and they don't want to uh, follow the norms of like a normal life. But I think that some people still get the pressure from family and society to live that stereotypical wife, kids or husband, kids. And, um, I don't know, like the 2.5 children. I don't know. I, I think there's still a ton of pressure for people to live the heterosexual norm life. All right. Very good. Well, why don't we wrap it up there, everybody? We are on our <laughs> oh, like, No um... comment, Joe? Yeah, Joe, you don't think? Or do you just I think care? I think it's very situational. There, there are people I know who they live in the most progressive area and they have a very supportive family and they... A lot of it isn't necessarily external factors. A lot of it is internal factors. There are people who, um, they, it just, I, I dated a guy, probably like my first real boyfriend, and some might argue my only real boyfriend, uh, that uh, it was just when I was in college-ish, like late college, and we dated for like two years, and the reason he broke up with me was being gay just didn't fit in his life plan. You know, that wasn't what he had planned. He had, you know, the blonde wife and the picket fence and the kids. And, and let me tell you, shocking, he's married with a wife and two kids and live as Republican and a picket fence with the kids and everything. And um, there are some people they just, you know, it just doesn't fit in their book. And that, 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 that it's just it's a thing. And there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, there's there's there, people who are long term afterthought fans know that there is a well-known listener, I don't mind saying this guy, I doubt that this guy is exclusive here, who uh, had a religious background, like that's what he did for a living, and he was an in-the-closet homosexual, but married to a woman, has two kids. You know what's so funny is, uh, I'm not going to say too much about this guy. So anyway, um, but yeah, he's a big drag race fan, and uh, and he li- he lives a secret life. Well, I don't know if he still does, there's always drama with this guy. But, like, that's what I'm saying is that I feel like in this day and age, I feel like, see, here's the thing. I think that there's there's two sides to the gay community where I feel like the gay community is like, oh, we need to be sympathetic to these people. But I feel like a lot of times these people end up turning out to be the most uh, the the most reprehensible to to our movement because they're. they're, Yeah, because they're the ones who have been repressing it, so they they feel like, oh, well, if I repress it, then everybody should be able to do it. You know what's so and funny? So I- Go ahead, Lori. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. I I was just kind of trailing. You okay. Go. Just to jump on what you said and then to tie it with a bow back to the Harry and Meghan thing is um, – is you know th- this this person situation I'm talking about? He lives in the deep south. I mean, that is just not a thing. I think you're taking for granted, Lori, that you live in California and it's just very it's a thing here, you know. But like in where he lives, I don't want to give too much where he lives. That's just not that would not be acceptable. That's just and in fact, God, I could tell stories and stories about this guy, but I can't. Right? I swore myself to secrecy. But um, if you heard the story, there's a very sad 
closeted world out there, and they just all communicate with each other, right? Anyway, um, what I was going to tell you is, it's funny, Lori, the way you feel about Harry and Meghan is how I feel about former congressman, now homosexual, Aaron Schock. Which, you see, Harry and Meghan, Harry and Meghan it, the celebrity thing, because he's a member of the royal family, is just out of control. So there's nothing that anyone could do to control that. But Aaron Schock, I truly am mad at the gay media because I follow all the gay media, you know, and headline after headline is like uh, disgraced, you know, Congressman Aaron Schock. How dare he? He's in Mexico partying with these thoughts and bubbly bloobity blue and and hanging out and he's gay and he blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, stop paying attention to him. Do you feel the same, AJ? Like, stop giving him, stop making him a celebrity. You see, Harry and Meghan would be very difficult. Aaron Schock, if everyone just ignored him. Yeah. He would, he go, would away. go away. Yeah. You know, let me tell you a story. I'm going to tell another one of Joe's celebrity daily, dalliances stories here. When I worked at the Princeton Review, right, for a brief time, uh, so I, looked, I worked at the Princeton Review in Orange County. For a brief time, this, uh, I don't know, Lori might remember, I don't know if Jay might remember. Because he was like the same age, right? How old are you, Jay? Uh, 34. Lori? 33. Yeah, you guys are around the same age. Do you guys remember this Dan Renzi? No. He was on the real world, world Miami. Okay? And he was gay. He was oh. openly gay on the show. I never and, watched that show. Yeah. And he then he did a bunch of those like real world, you know, versus challenges. Thing. He had to challenge his thing yeah. and stuff like that. Since he was the gay in LA and I was the gay in Orange County, people like we're trying to set us up with a thing. Now, let me tell you this. You know, I, I was even better looking then, but we just became like gay friends. We never hooked up. What a horrible human being this Dan Ramsey is. I mean, we became friends, but I did not like him, right? And now I see like, I guess, you know what? I have to applaud him. He, I guess he has gone to New York and he has a nursing background, I guess, and he has been volunteering on the front line. And because he's a he is a big guy, he is a, a, a rather large man. He has been like lifting the dead bodies and putting them away, right? But I see him in the media. But like, no, notice like that's the thing that came up because he's Dan Renzi. But like for the most part, he's gone away. Aaron Schock should be like these reality show people who they just vanish. Why the gay media is so like no one would care. Like okay, Aaron Schock, he's an asshole. He's in Mexico with all these thoughts. Leave him alone. And the only reason those thoughts are with him are because they know that the media's going to pay attention. Am I wrong, Jay? Uh, I think the only difference that you can draw there is that Aaron Schock took huge steps to try and prevent, like, gay rights. No, 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 things. no. I, I agree oh. with you. Oh. I think he's a horrible uh-huh. human being. Go ahead. So I think that's why people now are, like, trying to continually dragging him and interested because they're like, oh, how dare he put our movement so far back, but now he wants to be a part of the culture that he was... Um, shaming so much. And I don't know if Dan ever had, did Dan ever have anything similar? Like maybe that's why Dan went away. No, he's a horrible human being. I just wanted to mention Dan Renzi. What I'm telling you is, is this Aaron shock. Good. The worst thing you can do to Aaron shock is just ignore him. Just ignore him. If you just ignore them, they are, they go crazy. Yes. That's like, yeah, the CNN has been having, which CNN is a whole other thing. We could have, we could have a whole talk about how terrible CNN is, but they've been having, literally they'll just have conversations where they're like, should we even air Trump's press briefings? I feel like we're giving him, and that's like 
So it's a whole other thing where it's like people are actually like, maybe we shouldn't just air it because if we don't air it, then he, you but know. you can make an argument. Donald Trump is the president of the United States as much as it makes me gag to say that, right? Aaron Schott yeah. isn't even in Congress anymore. Like, look, if he starts running for Congress for West Hollywood, okay, let's fight him, right? Yeah. But Yeah, I think it's one of those. But then you also have to consider the love to hate things. I mean, that's why the Kardashians are so popular. It's because you have one half that loves them and you have one half that loves to hate them. How are you not agreeing with me? You just made this argument about people who can't help but be famous. No, I, I agree. I don't think I'm just saying that that you're you're saying you you don't know why I'm saying I don't know why there's no reason to me why make anybody gives a shit about Meghan Markle and Harry. I mean, once no Harry shocks on on People magazine, then Lori will care. She'll take to her Instagram yeah. stories then. Yeah. No, but I I mean I do. I, I who gives a shit about Aaron Shock? I'm just saying that there are people who love to hate, and I think that he because he he crossed a lot of lines, and now he's you know he's doing that. But I mean his time will come. People stop giving a shit about him. I think he he probably will try and parlay this into some kind of reality thing. But, you know, All right, his time good. will come. His time will come. Well, let's, let's call it a day there. Uh, Jay Ellis, Laurie, thank you so much. for. Oh, yeah. Did we ever figure out on a sign-off? Um, and that's the tea. That was hot tea. <laughs> I think those are both keepers. Let's just yeah. keep those. Yeah, both yeah, yeah. I still yeah. have, I still have well, a recording. We could rattle off a few more. Do you want, like, maybe just, like, um, yeah. ooh, get that, blow that tea. It's too hot. Oh, yeah. About, well, about, the tea is cold now. Oh, about, I spilt my tea. How about, uh, you've been teabagged. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Perfect. All right. There we go. I still only have the old outro. Lori Roggenkamp has two other podcasts. The first is the Bloody Mary podcast with Maria and Lori, and the other is called Queering Time and Space. You can find both of those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at PickleMyth. That's P-I-C-K-L-E-M-Y-T-H. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Shannon, get, uh, give your plug during Shannon, because Shannon wasn't on here. Oh, Jay Ellis, don't underscore, be underscore jealous on Instagram at Twitter at still underscore jealous. But follow Shannon. She was in the chat. And she'll be here next week. Dash, oh, she'll be here next week. Now I'll play the outro. Finally, Joe Batanz and Lloyd Roggenkamp have another podcast. It's a recap of the drag competition show, Dragula. Oh, we sure it's do. It's called Hello Uglies, and you can find it at HelloUglies.com and everywhere you get your podcasts. This has been an Afterthought Media podcast.